When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey friends, pretty soon you'll be hearing a brand new Halloween special from our team. But in the meantime, we're excited to present you another wonderful podcast we love called In Between. In Between is an adventure that takes place between adventures, wherein our five heroes, who may or may not be player characters in a fictional Dungeons & Dragons campaign, relax, regroup, and shoot the breeze in the conveniently located Goblin's Head Inn. The show intentionally leaves details of the adventurer's escapades to the imagination, with the only information provided to the listener in the form of previously on and next time on segments at the beginning and end of each episode. This unique format allows for the kind of character development and team building that isn't facilitated by the mechanics of most actual play podcasts, and even D&D campaigns themselves. Ultimately, In Between is a show about friendship, personal growth, and empathy, with a setting of monsters, magic, and adventure. We personally love how it's got a distinctly Cheers meets D&D vibe and think you'll find so much to love when you give it a listen. In Between has four complete seasons under its belt, with a fifth season on the way. Today you can listen to Season 1, Episode 6, titled The Plan, on our feed, and then go hunt down the rest on the podcast player of your choosing. Without further interruption, In Between. Previously on In Between. We're breaking the curse. I found out how to break the curse, but you're not going to like it. We need some ingredients. Some Kembo Luminous. Did you see that? There's something in the water down there. <laughs> the feathers of a cockatrice. Betty, no! <laughs> and uh, the sun which faces the sun. I'm sorry. What? You've got to be kidding me. meeting to order, I guess. Anyone got a gavel? You think we should have a presiding officer? A joke, I believe. Meltier, what has your research uncovered? Well, I... Uh... Now wait, I kind of want to be presiding officer now. Why should you be presiding officer? Because I've got the bailiff. Isn't that right, Betty? Don't call me names. You would rule by force? That's no way for a presiding officer to behave. You think you could do better, pretty boy? As a matter of fact, yes. As the only member of our party with royal blood, I believe I am best qualified. Oh, we're pulling that card, huh? Well, excuse me, my lord. How thoughtless of me, my lord. My bloodline is no joking matter, Fina. Of course not, my lord. I would never dream of contradicting his lordship. I will thank you not to make a mockery of my title. Oh, there's no need to thank me, my lord. That's it. Please, peace, both of you. 
Sterling, sit down. Let's forget the question of a presiding officer and listen to Meltier. Fine. Just so long as Fina promises to take this seriously. If it makes you feel better, your lordship, sure. I never understood this human obsession with nobility. I thought no. Gods, please, yes. Right. Yeah, so... As we know, there are two suns, Sol, the large yellow sun, and Solita, the small red sun. Given that the suns are arranged in a binary system, that means they're technically always facing each other. So the good news is, it doesn't matter which they're referring to. Why are you clapping? Great exposition, Meltier. Real quality stuff. If you keep interrupting, the lad will never finish his thought. Sorry, kid. Go on. Uh, yeah, so... The next question is, how do we get a piece? Now, luckily, we have a few options here. Uh, yes, Sterling? You don't have to raise your hand. Meltier, just to be clear, you're saying the final ingredient is a piece of one of the suns? Yes. Oh. Well, then, what are our options? The first option is to just ask. Uh, Friar, Paylor is the patron god of Sola, correct? That is correct, yes. It's kind of a long shot, but we could just ask Paylor. He might set us on a quest or something to prove our worthiness, but I think we can handle that. Now, Maltier, I don't know what you may have heard about the gods, but most of them, my own Lord Paylor included, are not what you might call talkative. I mean, I said it was a long shot. Matter of fact, it's a little worrisome when the gods do speak. It's usually the first omen of a minor doomsday, and really, who's got the time? What are the other options, Magic Man? Well, we could summon a piece of a sun, uh, which is not my specialty. I'd have to do a lot more research, maybe talk to some friends. Ugh, after the vampire, I'm not too keen to meet your other friends, kid. Oh, that reminds me. And we'd probably have to go back to his library. Oh, God, no. We'll need more steaks and garlic. Any other options, Meltier? One more. We could, uh, go get it ourselves? No. Now, hear me out. Heroes have done it before. Yes, and usually they die. They die a lot. I don't want to die for something that I might not get paid for. How is something like that even possible? It usually involves a magic ship that flies, an impossible-to-reach standard of heroism. And did I mention the dying? Well, that sounds... Expensive? Very right. Well observed. A little beyond us? Also right. Wow. Batting a thousand. And did I mention lethal? Suddenly, the vampire seems downright hospitable. Oh, he was hospitable, all right. I nearly stayed for good. All of these plans seem just a touch... Impossible? Yeah, but they're all I got. Well, it's a good thing we didn't actually promise to break the curse, right? Still, to be so close, one element away, and not be able to finish the job? We should try at least one of them. I would be willing to ask my Lord Paylor, but I wouldn't count on him answering. His timing is ineffable. And we are not going to a sun. I'm putting my foot down right here and now, or I would if my feet reached the ground. That leaves your friends in the library. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not even sure that'll work. There's got to be an easier answer than this. Hmm. 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 Why don't we just wing it? Because the last time we did that, you got turned to stone. 
Oh, yeah. No more adventures without extensive planning. Boy, I can tell that our future adventures are just going to be a laugh a minute. Better than dying. Yeah, I know. You know, it's weird, but I've definitely heard this story before. What story? Oh, you know, I must know a hundred variations. There was once a very important person who was under a terrible spell. Or maybe dead. Maybe they weren't important at all, except to the hero. Did I mention the hero? He or she, but usually it's he, was brave and wise, widely admired and inarguably good, despite a penchant for philandering. In order to save this important person, the hero was required by the gods, or by a ransom, or by a dungeon crawl, to take on three important tasks. One, retrieve mysterious and magical plant life in a difficult-to-reach environment. Two, acquire the body part of a legendary monster, which few can defeat. And three, get a piece of the sun. Why do you interrupt me when this is just getting good? Sorry. It's funny. The third thing is almost always way easier than it's supposed to be. Usually a riddle of some kind, you know? A test of wit. Really? Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, gods, could it really be that easy? What are you thinking? Meltier, you said it was the sun which faces the sun. Yes. Sterling, can I borrow a knife? I suppose so. Not my sword, though. You think I can lift that thing? Just a knife. Here. Thanks. Hold this. Uh. Be right back. Now, where is she going? You know, I've always wondered if there was something magic about this instrument. There isn't. Well, how else is she able to perform all this magic? She just is. Halflings aren't usually magically inclined, you know. You say stuff like that all the time. How do you know? Everyone knows. I bet if I were to... Ah, well, maybe not. Quit it. My question still stands. How does she do it? How did you get good with the sword? Well, well, practice. Yep. Ah, she's coming back. Hello. That didn't take long. Guys, we're all idiots. Here's your third ingredient, Meltier. A flower? Yeah, kid. A sunflower. Aha! The sun which faces the sun! But, but... I told you. It's a test of wit. Here's your knife back, Top Gun. That's it? That's it? That's it. Unless you think it's more likely the recipe calls for a literal piece of the sun. Thank you, Sterling. I suppose not. It's just... This means we're done? Yeah, basically. We can break the curse now, right? I guess we can. To reverse a disgrace. To get paid. To save a young girl from a lifetime of trouble. Ah, uh, yes, that too. What are we waiting for? Let's go! Next time on In Between. You make bold claims, adventurers. How do I know this isn't a trick? Your Majesty. Meltier is well able to perform the necessary rituals. If he is not, I will execute you all. Oh. Good. Episode 6, The Plan, was written and directed by Hannah Wright with assistant director William Wright. The show is produced and edited by Catherine Ayers. The voice of Sterling is Marquise Dijon Archuleta. The voice of Betty is Kaylee Christopher. 
The voice of Fina is Riley Jones. The voice of Balloon is Kara Mills. And the voice of Maltier is Austin Mowat. The King's voice was provided by William Wright. Fina's guitar is played by Eli Isbell. And our theme song is by Eli McElveen. Want to know more about the inn? Visit us at thegoblinshead.com or find us on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and subscribe so you don't miss what happens next. Thanks for listening. Today's special is pixie absinthe, made from the finest ingredients from... What's that? No, of course it's not made of pixies. At least... At least I think it's not. Oh, dear. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second-year classics... Harbridge University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This intern lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that... What? You know what? If you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know. Is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone, get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm going to cut my hands, and you're all going to feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of Thought in Interran Literature, an audio drama produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.